Ready? Here we go. Different points of view and highs and lows. A new perspective everywhere you go. Open up your mind, drown out the noise, and see if this connected. And see if this connected. What's up, fam? The mission of this connected podcast is to connect generations and situations about faith, life, and whatever comes along the way. To not necessarily agree, but be listened to. These conversations, of course, highlight the perspective of our various guests, and you are always welcome to agree or even disagree. But as always, we hope that it is done in charity. Now, here's your host, Catholic.Dad. Just tell us when to start, Tony. Uno, dos. Twice, quaso, quaso. Yes, uno dos twice quaso. Um, and we're back, fam. We're back, and we are here with producer Tony, doing our solo episodes. Well, is it really a solo episode? We're both together. No, it's not a solo because Jesus is present in every episode. And the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit. And Father God. And God the Father. Yeah, Daddy God. No. <laughs> Abba Father. You know the catechism. I'm okay with that one because that the catechism says that it, it helps us to say but Abba Father, Daddy, but not that. Dad, that, that doesn't equate to Daddy. Dad, no. Pops, no. I Def- don't think that's the translation. Definitely not Puppy. <laughs> oh my God. No. <laughs> Heretic. <laughs> so we're back. We're back to do um, an episode with just us, and this is actually, you know, um, by the time you're listening to this, Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. And we pray that, you know, you're having a good meal, you know, killing the fatted turkey or ham. Definitely not the calf. But we are here today on a podcast just to be us, just so that you get another taste of Catholic.Dad and the polo-wearing youth minister. So this is an episode that is just completely dedicated to ASMR. So if you love ASMR, this is your episode. And if you don't love it, you can send it to catholic.dad.50. Um, yeah. Catholic.dad.50. Catholic.dad50 at gmail.com. <laughs> and to improve actually the quality of our, our system, but because we're actually putting on Tony. We're putting on several cameras so that they can actually see us when you do your YouTube thing. Where and, are they? Um, where, well, they're in the box. They haven't been put out because somebody has to show us how to do that. Oh, I thought they were hidden. I was like, Not yet. You didn't tell me about that. But as part of the decoration, we're going to have a curtain here, a curtain there, maybe a curtain here. And so, Can I say, since the last time we talked, we did our, I believe, our first weekend retreat together. We did. And can I say, I mean, I already knew this, and as you can tell by the studio, you already know this too, but... This guy is a master at environment. <laughs> like, honestly, blown away. He just has, like, um, some linens and the, like, lights and then 
just works with it and makes it look like phenomenal. So if you're old enough to know, I am the MacGyver of environment. Yes. Give That's gonna couple, be your new name. I'm gonna call you that MacGyver of, of Environment. <laughs> couple of paper clips, couple of liturgical colored cloth. <laughs> Some rocks. Some gum. <laughs> some gum. Find some rocks. Can I say, though, on a side tangent? In a rosary. <laughs> I love MacGyver so much. Like, the too. original, not this new uh, new reboot. But the original, like, I would watch it with my dad all the time. Like, it has a lot. Yeah. Like, it means a lot to me. Just, yeah. just throwing that out there. Really? I, I love MacGyver. Know. I love MacGyver. Wow. Yeah, I've seen almost every episode. Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. See, it's like. Different generations. We, I like, I loved uh, Terry Hatcher character. Oh, uh, did you have a crush on her? Um, she was she was attractive. Don't tell my wife. No, she was a hottie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good thing our wives don't listen to this. <laughs> Actually, your wife does listen. My wife. Eh. Yeah. Anyway, um, and then what's what's his face? The Murdoch. Murdoch was the best. Yeah. Sorry, that's going to be a MacGyver episode. You should have brought is, it up. This is the MacGyver you episode. Have but yeah, it up. I thanks, Tony, that. for telling I'm them sorry. about my experience with with um, with environment. <laughs> I, I really do, though. You know, this is tangent. Welcome back, by the way, to this episode. Um, we just wanted to gather, and we just wanted to make sure that we greet you. A very happy Thanksgiving. Um, thank you for always supporting our podcast. And if you're not yet supporting, um, you can always go to our um, pay, be a patron at patreon.com forward slash disconnected and become one of our patrons. Um, somebody actually asked, what do I get um, <laughs> if I become a patron? Well, if you go to that, there's actually different levels. You know, there's the $1 level, the $5 tier, the $10 tier, the $20 tier, the $50 tier, and there's even a $100 tier. And um, so... And, and we have comes, a lot of $100 tier patrons, right? Yeah, we have a desire for a lot of $100 <laughs> tier patrons. Um, but um, but yeah, for and you get different merch for everything that you go to. I think a $50 tier gets like... A sweater? No? Sweater or a thing. You get everything that was in every previous tier. Which somebody told me was bad because then you're just buying people's stuff. <laughs> I was like, yeah. You know what that all Patreon always reminded me of? I don't know um, how common this is, but at my school, when I was in grade school, that they would come, there would be some like random, I, this is for my, you know, fifth grade memory, but like there would be someone that would come, we would have an assembly and they would like um, give you like this uh, tiers of fundraisers. If you do raise this much money of a fundraiser, you get this little thing. Yeah. Um, that's what that feels like to so, me. So if you sell this number of chocolate bars, you get to go on mm-hmm. a limousine ride. Yeah, something like so, that. Yeah, exactly. we should offer that. They would have like glow sticks as the cheapest gifts ever. Yeah, <laughs> after you made like a hundred dollars for them. Yeah, we'll give you a sticker <clears throat> and coasters. Yeah, but your merch is pretty good. They are. You know, mm-hmm. not the this stuff that you put together. I want to have bobbleheads. I really want to see a bobblehead of you. I want to have, and you guys can email us or DM us or send us a message. If you want um, a polo wearing youth minister, Tony, producer Tony, bobblehead, and a Catholic dot dad bobblehead, or even, you know what I wanted to really make? Uh-huh. I want to make, I wanted to make bobbleheads of the bishop, 
of Father Tomas. Father Tomas. Father Tyler. He would love that. And Father Alex. Um, Alex. <laughs> but I wouldn't give it to him unless they paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, okay, for those who don't know, Father Tomas is now my administrator at St. Oscar Romero. And um, just <laughs> knowing what I know about him, he would have like the straightest face if you gave him a bobblehead. He would just be like, yeah. Okay. What am I supposed to do with this? Report him to the diocese. <laughs> the diocese. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, imagine Bishop though. And wait, we make one for Bishop, a bobblehead, and then give it to the Office of Ministry of the Young Catholics. Oh my gosh, that would be the new thing in every Instagram story. I am having one made. I'm gonna yeah. go online right now yeah. and order a Bishop Rojas bobblehead. I'm gonna order it now before this episode goes. So oh. that nobody can copy us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have plenty of time. And we'll post it. We'll put it there with yours and mine's <laughs> and Bishop Rojas bobbleheads. <laughs> like $100 each to make. <laughs> no, it's cheaper than that. It's 89 Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cheap. That's a steal. That's a steal. As the kids would say. Actually, we'll make his the, the bigger tall one, which is, I think, $120. Oh, you can make a bigger one? Yeah, you can get like a 12-inch one and the, the yeah, the tall ones, the short oh, ones, and you know, maybe we'll just all get the small ones. They're cheaper. So what have you been up to since the last time we talked? Well, we had a couple of episodes without you. Uh, Yeah, I've been. Yeah, because you you've know, been busy. I have been busy, and I will be busy after yeah. the recording of this, too. Because yeah. you've been doing like retreats and something. It's like, yeah. It's like I, you have a job or it's something. It's like I'm a polar youth minister. It's yeah. like, it's gross. Polo wearing youth minister, faith formation coordinator. Yeah. At yeah. the time of this recording, I mean, I have just gone through Inspiration and Long Beach and NCYC. Yeah, it's, it's been crazy. Lot. I'll be sitting here. <laughs> You'll be praying for us. I'll be praying. And we'll be praying for you. Yeah. I won't be, be going. And be third. <laughs> <laughs> you guys will be living lives of holiness. That's right. Yeah. And I won't. I mean, I will. Always. <laughs> Always, but yeah. Since then, the we had that again. episode with, with uh, where with Josue and McPherson, where we talked about um, Shia LaBeouf's um, movie and conversion, and, and the the views were and, much larger than any yeah. other episode for some reason. Yeah, it was weird because the views were amazingly high, and there was nothing to view. I know. For those that didn't know, there was an encryption on the SD card and we couldn't record. Yeah. Uh, or we couldn't save the video file. Yeah. yeah. And I think maybe that's the reason why we're so much few, because they actually thought it was an interview with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, they were just... Because, yeah, they would have logged off immediately if they saw our faces. They're like, oh, this is the wrong clip. Yeah. <laughs> seeing this beautiful, handsome, you know, face. They, yeah, they would have stayed. Yeah. I did shave my head a little bit. Looks but, nice. Thank you. Yeah. Some more. <laughs> but yeah, since then we did a couple of episodes. Hopefully, you guys listened to them. Uh, we did an episode with on mental health, and that was amazing on generational trauma. If you haven't listened to that, please do so. Listen to that with Jacob Escobedo. I mean, I'm I'm just so impressed with him. Catholic therapist, um, you know, faith-based therapy. Not faith-based therapy, but therapists who are, you know, um, living out their faith. It's really amazing. And then we had an episode with Juan and Ish 
really close friends. I got to say this, and I, I really want to give a shout out to Bethany Pimentel, Foz Pimentel. I don't know if you know her. Do you know her? Foz Pimentel? Yeah, Foz <clears throat> Pimentel. Bethany. I know Mrs. Pimentel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mrs. Pimentel. Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. you related to her? Um. Yeah, by marriage, yeah. Okay, well, you know, one of the things that, that um, Juan, who was a guest on episode 139, said that he wanted to do an episode with Bethany hmm. because he said that she was and is a great inspiration to his faith walk. And I was like, oh, so maybe she needs to co-host or host that episode. And have that episode with Juan. So we did that episode with Ish and Juan. By the way, Ish is not his name. It's like that was given to him in ministry. Mm-hmm. His name is Ishmael. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, we did an episode with Anna Hamilton. For those of you who know Anna Hamilton, uh, she works at WordNet TV. Maybe she'll get us on WordNet TV. I was invited. Me and Bethany were, and then we couldn't do it. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe they're, they're, we were not going to get invited back. <laughs> well, maybe we can get on this connected podcast on WordNet. Yeah. Seen on 72 um, Nations. She was on, <clears throat> talked about Simply Living. And then there's an episode with <clears throat> a takeover. Um, Sarah and Josue um, took over the podcast right before this one. And they interviewed, and they had a conversation with Paula and Mario from the Office <clears throat> of Marriage and Family Life. Some, life, something, something. <clears throat> yeah. Really great informative. <clears throat> I wasn't on there, but really, really great episode. Was there a lot of tangents? No, there was absolutely no tangents. I don't I know wonder why. what the anomaly was. I don't know. But anyways, we're doing this episode. So youth ministry. Youth ministry, yes. Back to youth ministry. Back to youth ministry. Back to youth ministry. So in youth ministry, aside from environment, because I really believe environment is important in ministry. I know some people don't. And I'm just terrible at at environment. Uh, And I think, you know, environment is really important. That's why during Mass, liturgical colors... We have the bells, we have the, the banners. The banners, you know, we have the the liturgical dancers. Rewind, we have the incense, um and candles. Candles. Did we say candles? Yeah, vestments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have all of those. That's important. That's part of the environment. It brings you into worship. And so I am a firm believer that we have to have really good environment and so um yeah so aside from that after environment comes the very first thing that invites people into ministry invites them to ministry kind of like engages them it's kind of like the hospitality it's kind of like the beginning of mass the welcome what do we call that it's kind of like a gather a gather shoot and what do we do at gathers kind of like break the ice Break the ice. Like a polar bear on top of an ice. Break it. Polar bear? <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that, but... Ice? Like the Titanic hitting... Oh my god, anyway. Um, ice. Yeah. 
<laughs> Berg. That's no, not that's not what I was going with. No. No? No. But you know, we call those I think icebreakers. Icebreakers, yes. Icebreakers. Breakers of ice. Yes. Breakers of ice, not Titanics. Because but some icebreakers can be like the Titanic and totally sink you. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I feel like when it comes to environment, I definitely fall short. But icebreakers, I really love. I love the the craziness that comes down, comes with it, and like you uh, get all your energy out. And I personally think it's it's very necessary. I do think there's a healthy ba- balance when it comes to the icebreakers because. Uh, some are a little more antisocial and like aren't as comfortable being crazy and screaming and stuff. So, um, but then there's also the ones that are like off the walls that need the icebreaker to get their energy out. So, and working with you in that retreat, I saw how much emphasis that you did put on those small group gatherings. So those those icebreakers, and they were great because I suck at icebreakers. I love playing them. I don't like forming them. I you know, I'm socially awkward that way, but you put them together and you kind of like, you know, you're like, hey, do this. And I'm like, do what? I think it comes down to is uh, you have to keep your energy up. I think facilitating it is a huge setting the stage. If you're like just setting, if you're just explaining the game, like, and then you gotta do this and then you gotta do that. There's- they're going to be like, oh, so this is not a fun thing. I don't have to. I'm just gonna have monkey see monkey do. I'm gonna have the same energy. You gotta be exciting. Yeah, you have you have to be excited. Yeah, excited, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> welcome to this episode of This Connected. Yeah. We are playing sixty four squares. <laughs> huh? <laughs> we played sixty four squares. Um, <laughs> the first thing that I want to say: Have you ever played um, within a youth ministry context? Um, what is it called? Red Rover. Red Rover. Red Rover. Yes. <laughs> Why is that a game? <laughs> we almost broke our neck playing that. <laughs> I used to play it as a teen. And like people would run s- so fast. They would sprint so fast into people's arms. Um, and just like clothesline them. Send Tony right over. <laughs> and they would always pick me too because I was like the shortest kid. So like, oh, this is going to be fun. Um, and I'd still get hit. <laughs> Fall to the ground. <laughs> and we can't play that. I don't think we can play that. I don't think we can play anything anymore. No. No, we, we, have, to, we, used we have to play like... Um, we played war one time. War? What's yeah. that? Basically, um, we had turned over all of the tables in the in our church's plaza as barriers. Oh. And so, <clears throat> you know, we had two teams and they were armed with, with um, um, flower bombs and shells and so they had to navigate through and fight the other it was basically war and like a just war yeah like a just war because <laughs> there are just wars mm-hmm. and this one was a just war it's it a just, holy war it's just a very messy 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 war to clean up because you know what when you're trying to sweep up flour that got wet uh-huh yeah yeah that's not good isn't I always? I was talking to um, Melissa from St. Peter's St. Paul um, at the retreat, and I was telling her I think it's hilarious the way the teens act before the icebreaker and then during the icebreaker. Because <laughs> before they're all like loving 
and they love each other and they're like laughing with one another and then as soon as the icebreaker starts they're screaming at each other and turning on each other and it's completely full arms it's like it's a game if you win or lose nothing's gonna happen this your life's not gonna change but they get so into it like like that and it's not like we have great prizes for them we only usually give them prizes (laughs) i don't know there's absolutely no prize except you know that there's a group that won. It's like um, I'm I'm not gonna. I'm where's Jacob when you need this? But like, isn't it psychologically like there's something like your brain's telling you that there's gonna be some sort of reward just from winning. That's why you have that driven, competitive nature. It's in biblical. Humans. Well, that too. Yeah, but like you just naturally want to win. Like there's a, I don't know, um, a chemical <laughs> reaction when you win. You know, that high, you know, you get the endorphins. Endorphins, yeah. You know, when when you succeed at something. And I think when when it's great with even icebreakers that are like that, is it's all fun, and then they lift up the other people um, with them because there's enjoyment in that. But they also learn some stuff. Um, And you get that energy out of them, Um, which which, what what were some of those games that, that... we played on that time. Um, well, there was one game <clears throat> where we I, I played uh, this prior, like back when I was a teen on a retreat. It was actually at um, um, Discipleship Week for those, any old school people that remember those. Uh, D Week. You went to D Week? I did go to D Week. I went to the very last one before. <laughs> it was a distant thing. Um, I went to the very last one and I got a wonderful surprise um, when I got off the bus, my mom uh, saw me after D week getting off the bus with a black eye, and that was <laughs> because church, man. Um, and um, I got it from playing um, Steal the Bacon. <laughs> For those that don't know what Steal the Bacon is, it's literally a game of which it's designed for you to head buddy each other um go head ahead on um you have to grab something in the middle and you're racing to the middle essentially and trying to grab it um and whoever grabs it first and brings it back to their side gets a point but um yeah we we played that and i ran into a guy who was surely at least 250 the 230 pounds and i was like 90 um and ran right my face right into his knee at full speed so um yeah i mean good games i I had fun i had no complaints i had a blast and you felt that was safe you know first time you played it you got a black eye i mean to be fair i've always been clumsy i don't really blame the game i blame myself (laughs) but they're fun it was a blast i had so much fun um, and and honestly, it made the experience a lot more um, awesome. I mean, because I mean, um, Bethany could turn off your uh, the your audio right now, but you know, like after I had a black eye, a bunch of girls always were around me. It's just like, oh, are you okay? Like I got so much attention the rest of the retreat. So that was, that was good. But that's folks. Uh, <laughs> if you are a teen and you're listening to this, that is Don't not the purpose. <laughs> that is literally not the purpose of small group, you know, icebreaker games. It's not to get the girls. No. no. We don't encourage you getting a black eye, you know. Just, but it did happen. But it did happen. Yeah. I've never had a black eye. And that was my only time, and it was from, from a two retreat. two black eyes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was but that those are from... Not, not small group related? Not small or group icebreaker related. related? No. Those are just people <laughs> trying to break my head. Um, have, have you ever gotten hurt from an icebreaker? 
not an icebreaker, a youth group game uh-huh. that uh, was the per- the cause of, I believe, my getting gaining weight. Yeah, a volleyball game. Someone took me out and I sprained my ankle. Oh, yeah, <clears throat> swollen ankle. Yeah. How long did that take to get better? It. I, well, I don't know. I don't know how long it took to get better. I still feel it. So, Daniel, if you're listening out there, yeah, that was your fault. Have you ever done like a a large um, pyramid, like a human pyramid in high school? Yeah. <laughs> You've never done that for youth ministry? No, but if I'm going to do that for youth ministry, I'm going to tell you guys, I want to be the top. <laughs> you know, we never were told to do it. The core team would actually say not to do it, but we would do it after like um on like Sundays when we would do like fundraisers and stuff and between masses we have nothing to do, so it was just, you know, why not? Why not make a pyramid? Yeah, why not? I mean, cheerleaders do it. Who are we hurting ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> That's what Catholic that's what Catholic uh, mutual insurance is for, right? That's what mutual insurance is for. Yeah, full disclosure, this yeah. was many years ago. What was your very first icebreaker game in youth ministry? What was my first one? The very first one that you ever did. Wait, as like a teen? As a leader. As a leader? I don't know as a leader, but I know as a teen. What was it? Because I remember, because I actually was um, voluntold by my youth minister to participate. And it was um, to, I believe it was to do, it was either Chubby Bunny or to eat baby food. I'm drawing a blank as to which one it was. <laughs> but like they needed four representatives or whatever for each team. And they're like, well, how about this new person, Tony? I was like, oh, crap. Um, and uh, I want to say it was Chubby Bunny. Yeah. And for those who don't know, it's the one where you put the marshmallows, marshmallows. in your mouth and <laughs> see how many, how, many times, how many marshmallows you could have and say the words Chubby Bunny. I didn't win. No. What, what was yours? Mine, and, and, you know, not trying to trigger anyone, and um, kid you not, it was the very first one, was Ninja. And Mark Velasco, and if you're listening, he was the one who said, hey, let's play Ninja. I'm like, what the heck is Ninja? <laughs> and um, it was our very first year of doing ministry, fearless year. Um, and yeah, they played Ninja. How was right it? in the middle was of it, Fiesta. Was it fun? At first when I was watching, I was like, what the heck are they doing? <laughs> And then I was like, "Oh, this is fun! I want to play." Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It's probably one of the best, um, funniest, uh, most engaging icebreaker games because, for me, it allowed people to kind of like act weird mm-hmm. and pose and and kids who were like you know, quote unquote, cool kids who were like, "Yeah, I'm too cool for that," and kids who are not so cool and they're like playing with the cool kids it didn't matter and so you gather them in a big giant circle that gets smaller and smaller (laughs) and it's like you know after it all everyone celebrates the one who was left yeah so like a solidarity yeah totally it was fun i think we should always play ninja i i it's my deep favorite game i mean that game we would play uh all the time like we would play like when the life night would end 
us as teens would just go and play it as yep. our as our parents would come and be waiting for us to get in the car. Like we, we loved that game every every week we would play. No, no one had to tell you. It's like, hey, what are you guys doing? Playing Ninja. Yeah, yeah, and they're and the core team will just be like again. <laughs> the kids would just be playing it. It's, it's like so much fun. Like, it's a simple game that doesn't require props, which is why I really <laughs> love it. As a coordinator, it's like nothing planned, just go play. <laughs> so I guess at any time, you know, they don't need your permission to play Ninja. They just play it. Yeah, I mean, kids will be kids. As kids they will say. be kids. Can I say one of my favorite, like, unique games we've ever played? What is there, it? There was um, two. One was, um, they're kind of hand on hand, um, but essentially it was like a zombie el- element. But but in order to, so, you know, like you're the civilians and then there's some zombies, quote unquote. Similar concept to tag, but that was the, the theme to it, right? And then um, we would have, um, like, the streamer paper, on the wrist tied like a little bracelet on each wrist and the zombies would have to pull it off as like they got bit um and once you got both off you were infected and you were a zombie too so we would run around in like the parking lot you know um blocked off and that's how we would play you get what i'm saying mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was super fun and then um the following year we at there was the same thing but we added like um <laughs> i don't know if you guys remember like toys r us <laughs> remember the jeffrey the, yeah like <laughs> The actual store, I heard it's opening up again. I don't know, really? but that's what I heard. But anyway, um, I don't but they have like up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. And there's so many toys like this game that I'm gonna say. Uh, so there was like Spy Gear. Um, for those anyone remember that that brand, I loved it. As How a kid. old are you? I'm really old. Um, and there's like lasers. So like there's like two little sensor things mm-hmm. that you would put it around. So basically creating a perimeter, and if you cross that perimeter, um you would be out of bounds. So we had lasers all around the parking lot and we were, so it was a really small space and you had to stay, you know, with 50 kids in a vault, small space to try to chase after each other. It was pretty fun. It's amazing. I would have never thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That was the, that was the highlights of my youth ministry time. Yeah. That was a really fun, (laughs) fun game. There was one that, that I liked. um, And we actually, my daughter and I, Dana, actually ended up making it a talk. Because we went to a retreat at um, OLG. OLG, yeah. We were trying to look for a retreat for Lauren and Sam, my my youngest daughter, <clears throat> because they missed their confirmation retreat, and that was the only retreat that was available. So we went there. We dropped them off, and since I knew the people there were like just waiting, and apparently the the speaker, their first speaker, wasn't there, and so love those moments. Yeah, and so first. They just asked us, hey, you know what? Can you just do an icebreaker? And we're like, well, sure, you know, we'll do an icebreaker. And then their first speaker didn't show and, or was late and said, well, can you make your icebreaker longer and just make it into, just make it longer? It's like, how long can you make an icebreaker? It's like, <laughs> after and, 15, 20 minutes, they're like, yeah. I'm done. And they're like, well, how long is it? And they're like, oh, about 40 minutes. I'm like, there's no such thing as a 40-minute icebreaker, so we ended up making it a talk. I don't know if you remember what, whatever this is called, but it's it's you start as an egg. Evolution is yeah. what I remember it yeah. being called. So we did evolution, and it was just we were just going to play it, and then when we played it, we just ended up pausing and explaining it, and then at the very end gave a talk on what that meant. 
And so I love that game, Evolution. How can you do a talk off of that? Well, it, it, it's kind of like what we said was, you know, when you when you enter into to confirmation, you're basically is just an egg. Hmm. You know, you know somebody has to crack your shell. You know, and you go in, you start as an egg, but then you know you get some more information, and what's the next one? You become a chicken. Uh, yes. So you got some information, but you're too afraid to share it because you're a chicken. chicken. Get it? Chicken. Tony, yeah. Yeah. But then you get more information, you get more information, you're starting to learn, you're starting to learn your faith, you're going to youth group, and you evolve into a... Um, I don't remember. I think it was a dinosaur. That's what it sounds like, yeah. Yes, yes. So you become a dinosaur, and so you're becoming a dinosaur, but you know so much, and you're thinking that you know it all, that you're a Tyrannosaurus Rex, and you're actually just demolishing everyone you're scaring people because you're a dinosaur i feel like the dinosaur is the one that is the the know-it-all is like no this is the right teaching (laughs) so they're like you know you're just pushing everyone away and everyone's still learning but you're still learning but you learn some more and you evolve and you become a an eagle eagle yeah you become an eagle right and you become an eagle, and you're like the natural up. evolution, of yeah, course. Natural evolution. You're For soaring science. up into, you know, you're looking at everything, you're seeing everything, and you're like the Gospel of John, who's the eagle, and so you're seeing from from a different perspective, and you know, you evolve to an eagle, and then you become to the point where you are confirmed, and you evolve into your mission to be a. Superhero. Oh, no, superhero, yeah. So, what is a superhero in the Catholic Church? Saint. A saint. Yeah, I that's got one it. right. So, that's that was the whole talk. And the funny thing was, after that, the person who was supposed to give that talk arrived. And the talk was done. And the talk was done. And she says, hey, that was really good. Can I use that? And I'm like, use what? <laughs> like, yeah. So, somewhere out there, there's a speaker who's always late, who's still using that you know silly talk one of my favorite uh i don't know what you call it, icebreaker into talk whatever if that's a term if there, there's a term for that but uh i'd play um i called it mirror essentially where you're given two pairs you're going to pairs and um your your object is like there's a facilitator and you have to do a certain action like raise your hand and you have to mirror the other person so you have to do the opposite right Right. And whichever team loses, um, you know, you would, right? That yeah. that group would lose. You get what I'm saying? Um, so each command is more complicated as it, as you get better. Um, and the whole idea of that one is <clears throat> the talk is God's image, right? The image oh. of God. And like that we mirror each other. Our actions have effects to one another. No man is an island. And so that was my favorite one of like the game leading into a talk. I I like those because I think every single, you know, when we went to youth group and we would do youth group, there was a purpose for your icebreaker. Right. It led you into the talk. Life team taught me that. Yeah. And and that was amazing because it allowed someone to kind of, oh, I get it. And so it's, I think, I think icebreakers are always so, so important and needs to be done right and done well. Um, it's, it's, I don't know, it's just, it, it bothers me when, when it doesn't happen that way. 
Do you think every time an icebreaker should relate back to the talk? That's a difficult question. <laughs> I think I think there's there's times there are nights that don't need an icebreaker, but it's just an icebreaker is just uh, something just to calm people and get people. But I think icebreakers always not necessarily be part of the talk, but it it engages people. Because there are certain talks that there is no icebreaker for, mm-hmm. such as when you're having issue nights, when you're right. talking about a, an issue such as depression and and suicide and and uh, you know those kind of talks. So serious talks. I mean, like, what kind of icebreaker are you going to use? Right. Yeah. You know, with that. Uh, so there are definitely times where you just want to be able to break the ice. <laughs> you know, this is just a random thought but like i always have difficult like if there's a night on the holy mass or something like how do i do an icebreaker for you know because like you know what i'm saying like how do i really i don't think i could find an icebreaker that relates to that (laughs) i I don't know i think we did like a whole series on the mass one time i think it was mass fitness yeah yeah and i I think there was a lot of icebreakers in, in in that one yeah wasn't there something along the lines of like uh, stand up, sit down, yeah. or something like yeah. that. Catholic yeah. calisthenics. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, yeah. So I didn't like it. <laughs> you didn't. I didn't like the game. I I've know. tried I... it before, and people are just like, "I don't get it." Like it's just weird. I have some pictures <laughs> of me wearing spandex and headbands and wristbands, and yeah, I have pictures of those. They're traumatizing oh. to people who saw it, and. <laughs> people who see the pictures i liked when we did like olympics like oh, history olympics and stuff <laughs> again they would get so competitive they did i think my my i think the most fun one were those events that you wouldn't think that people would participate because they were going to come out messy and they were the most popular events and you're wondering I don't know about you, but you're wondering, how do I send these youth home in their parents' vehicles because they're dripping syrup or or, or whipped cream? And, I, and and they're like, and the parents come and like, you, what did you do with my kids? You, you, you just sparked a memory when I was like probably senior year. <laughs> like we had, a, we had a chugging milk competition. And... And I took the whole gallon and just, and it was like all over my shirt. <laughs> yeah, mom wasn't happy. So those those are the things that I remember when I was active ministry that you always had to have like you have, you always had to raid, um, you know, your local thrift stores to get all kinds of sizes of shirts, and always have extra towels available in ministry because if you're gonna do a night. It was going to be a messy night. You're always going to have youth who are not going to be bringing extra clothes, and you're going to have to lend them some clothes that they don't have to return. <clears throat> because if they return them, and they always say, oh, please don't return these, because that just means I have to wash them <laughs> or donate them back to the thrift store. Dirty. <laughs> so, Anyways, anything else on those? Um, I mean, you gave me a lot of, you gave me a nostalgic trip. I mean, I'm thinking about like a lot of stuff, but no, I'm good. What about future ones? 
Future what do you currently breakers? use? For icebreakers? Icebreakers. Honestly, at this point, because <laughs> we've been away for so long in person, like, I'm trying to get back in the swing of things. Like, I feel very um, disoriented. Uh, I've been doing so much, like, Zoom stuff and, like, not being able to do icebreakers for, like, two years. Oh and What about those Zoom <laughs> icebreakers? How was those? <sighs> they were all conversational-based. It didn't really work because teens don't like to conversate. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was like... very cringe. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you had... <clears throat> if you're a group that had a lot of engaged teens, like, my favorite one was... Um, Essentially a scavenger hunt, but like the facilitator would ex- say a, a um, random thing to bring, uh, whether that be like a kitchen knife or something. Well, that's actually not that's not yeah, a good, not a that's good not a good example. But go run to the grab, kitchen and run back a with spoon, a knife. Grab a spoon. Sorry, so that wasn't an actual. That was just a port. That was a <laughs> that was a slip. We can edit that out. Um, but yeah, like a teddy bear, nice teddy bear or marshmallow. You know, they would go bring back something safe. Something safe. <laughs> <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Like they would have to randomly grab something and, and bring it back. But like if you have kids that don't um don't want to participate, like it's just a really lame game. Yeah. Well, Zoom <laughs> ministry was lame anyways. So on that t- depressing note. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. But again, on that on a note on that. Yeah. Icebreakers are always important, regardless of whether or not, you continue to use the same ones over and over. Um, ask your youth. I mean, which ones do you like? Because they constantly. I, I like. I used to like seeing this, where young people, when they got there, they met their friends, and they're doing icebreakers even before ministry starts. So I always like that. That meant that there was relational ministry happening, that people were comfortable with each other, and they were beginning. Uh, they were hanging out with each other, and that's important. Or when their parents, as you said, their parents are coming to pick them up, and they're still playing games, and and they don't want to go home because it's like one more, one more. It's like so, and that's what we call community. Community, which community? Community. The root word of community is communion. Communion. And, and since, we're holy. And we're holy. And since this is Thanksgiving episode, or is, I don't know, we're going to release this the day before, a couple of days before Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And since it is going to be Thanksgiving, communion, we also have that word that everyone talks about, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, the Latin for Thanksgiving is, isn't it, Eucharistia? Sure. Something like that, Eucharistia. But there's this thing, I think, um, that people call, you know, when you receive Jesus in the host, you receive the, what is it? What? The, the Eucharist? The Eucharist, yes. Is it that we receive the Eucharist? We receive Holy Communion. Not the Eucharist? No. Well, what is it then when someone says to me, you know what, I, I went to Mass and I offered up my Eucharist for you? Is that an error or is that just misunderstanding that I offer up my Eucharist? I'm not sure. You're losing me. No, because sometimes when someone goes up to receive Jesus, they say, I'm receiving the Eucharist. And is that true? Well... According to a 
priest, he said, yes, that is not true. Why? And the reason why is he said that the Eucharist is not the host. It's not Jesus. It's a process. Mm. He said the Eucharist is the second part of the Mass. The liturgy. The, the, liturgy. the Eucharist. Yeah, the liturgy of the Eucharist. <clears throat> so it's not one item. It's the process. Like liturgy of the Word, then you have the liturgy of the Eucharist. And therefore, it's not the Eucharist that you're receiving. You're receiving Holy, Holy communion. communion. Yeah. Blew my mind. Hmm. Because I always thought, you know, growing up, it was like, oh, I'm receiving communion. Then later on, I'm like, oh, receiving Eucharist because that's what everyone says. It's like when they say, you know, I'm a Eucharistic, I'm a Eucharistic minister, which we're also not taught. To say. <laughs> so I guess that makes it's tracking, it's yeah. tracking. <laughs> so instead of being called a Eucharistic minister, you're supposed to be called a what? So it's either X. Extraordinary, which is what some people say, or extraordinary. I've never known the difference. Yeah. Minister of Holy Communion. Extraordinary. You're extraordinary. Is it uh, extraordinary? It's extraordinary because it's extraordinary. Extraordinary. Minister of Holy Communion because the ordinary minister of Holy Communion would be the priest, right? So it's not extraordinary. It's not extraordinary. It's extraordinary. Extraordinary, which is spelled the same. Is which is it's why it's very confusing. Extraordinary minister of holy communion, E O H M C. Yeah, most people still say Eucharistic minister. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. too long. <laughs> and the Eucharistic minister is the priest. The priest is the Eucharistic <clears throat> minister. All the rest of us. they're doing the liturgy of the Eucharist. Yeah. The one. We would be the extra. We're extra. Which I also have that issue with at times when you go to Mass, um, like a daily Mass, where there's like 10 or 20 uh, parishioners, and you have an extraordinary minister of Holy Communion giving out Holy Communion, and the priest is sitting. Yeah. If you're a priest friend and you're saying that's okay, please send us an email why that's okay. So, And uh, send us your favorite icebreakers of your time in ministry. Yeah, I would love to know more icebreakers so I can learn and teach the other teens. Yeah. That's true. Send us... Send me a message at Mini Tangle. Yeah. Send Mini Tangle all the information about. Oh, and here's what I want to hear. Here's what I want to hear, and I want to share it in, in future podcasts. Episodes of times that you've done icebreakers that completely failed. <laughs> failed icebreakers. You know, tell us what it was and what happened so that we can share it in future episodes. Like, well, that didn't come out the way I planned it. And you know what's funny is like <clears throat> stories of like whether you facilitated or a core team facilitated the game and they didn't explain the game correctly. So the game didn't go like that was the reason why it failed. Those are hilarious because I'm just sitting there. I'm like, that's not how the game goes. 
okay, are they having fun? No? Yeah, because that's not how the game goes. Yeah. <laughs> they don't get it. And then it doesn't connect with the top. It doesn't connect. Yeah. But I hope this connected. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, you have to look at the six Ps of, of icebreakers. Yeah. Which is proper planning prevents poor performance. Five Ps. Proper proper planning prevents poor performance. Yeah, I know which one you're missing. Oh, no. I, I don't want to say it. <laughs> it's prior proper planning prevents poor performance. Oh. <clears throat> prior proper planning. So you got to plan it before. You got to read about it. You got to learn it. You got to play it so that, that it does make sense. So that's all I have. That's pretty good. Yeah. What else do you have? Um, I got nothing. Nothing? What are we doing next episode? So when's your next retreat? Yeah. In January. January. In yeah, you're going to be there. Yeah. Am I going to be there? Mm-hmm. Am I invited? Yeah, it's the last weekend in January. That's cold. You know, yeah, I don't have probably winter be, clothes. It's probably going to be snowing, you know. I don't either, but, you know, offer it up. <laughs> Is it the same place? Uh-huh. Can we have, the, like, the ladies, like, stay downhill and... Yeah. I think it's fair. That's yeah. a hike. It was very annoying. My calves were so sore after. Yeah. It's like, make the ladies sleep downhill. They have to hike up. So pray for us in January. Yeah. And- More icebreakers. Yeah. Maybe we'll use the icebreaker you send. Yeah, so send them. Yeah. On that note, what else? I feel like we're forgetting something. Um, oh. Anyways. Please, please pray for us. Yeah. But oh, also, if you want to do an episode, if you have an episode that you have, like you really desire to do an episode, and you're like, "Hey, you know what? I want to do this episode," and you're capable of, and we approve you to be able to, you know, take over an episode and talk about it, um, you know, hit us up. We'll 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 let you do that. Um, of course, one of us um, will be there to make sure that you're doing things um, appropriately. But if you'd like that. Um, please hit us up. Also, for all those people we're we're praying for, uh, please know that yeah, you we 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 continue to pray for you. We pray for Anna Montano, who's who's a dear friend of our our podcast. Please pray for her healing. We pray for Greg, who's in Texas. We pray for his healing, and for all of you who um, we haven't mentioned, um, we're also praying for you. So, if you have any <laughs> prayer intentions. Please send them to us. We'd like to include you in our prayers because that's what we do. That's what we yeah. do. That's connected. Mm-hmm. Yep. And on that note, um, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or issues with the podcast, please send it to Tony Pimentel, Mini Tangled, or you can email it to me and I'll probably read it at catholic.dad50 at gmail.com. And if they would like to help this podcast they can be a patron patreon.com slash this connected that's right and for at least for as low as one dollar which our newest patron is her name is anna Mm -hmm. i forgot her last name but her first name yeah yeah whatever you said (laughs) anna she is our newest patron and guess what i think she's still in high school uh yeah yeah so mm-hmm. you could be a high school student and 
being one of our patrons. And, support uh, your peers. Support your peers. So there you go. So follow Anna's um, lead and become a patron. So thank I have, you. I have one last announcement. At SB Vocations, is that the Instagram? I don't know. But the vocation office of the youth, uh, San Bernardino, we just, uh, they just released a video of Bethany and I were in it for the vacations week. So check that what? out. How come I haven't seen it? Because it hasn't been released. You know, because there's going to be uploaded a month from now. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> they don't know that. I'm not good at this. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, these two. And you know what? They're amazing. I can't wait. It made me cringe. I know it's gonna be cringy. It's gonna be good. Because yeah, you know why it's gonna be good. Uh, Jesus is present. Bethany's on it. That's right. Can you believe this? Yeah. Oh, look at that. Listen. Yeah. Clap on. <clears throat> clap off. Well, I think it's time to go to mass. Yes. No, actually, we're not gonna go to mass today. We're gonna oh, go mass kidding. tomorrow. Just kidding. Yeah, we're gonna go to mass tomorrow. Um. Because tomorrow is Sunday. Obviously, we're recording this on a Saturday. So on future episodes, um, please send us anything that you would like us to talk about. Uh, even controversial stuff. Yeah. yeah. Or now we'll talk about controversial I'll talk stuff. about that. Tony um, will just stay quiet. I'll just be absent. No. We'll talk about it. So, <laughs> as always, you know, help support the podcast. Um, what you send us um, goes to help other ministries uh, and we pray to be able to one day truly help out others. So on that note, as always, fam, live a life of holiness. Be blessed. Wait, let's rewind that. Rewind, 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 rewind. We'll be praying for you. Please pray for us. And as always, live a life of holiness. Be blessed. And be third. That was smooth. It was. Different points of view and highs and lows. A new perspective everywhere you go. Open up your mind and drown in the noise. Different generations of the girls and boys. So sit back and relax. This Catholic podcast don't overreact. If the thoughts are abstract when it's hosted by Catholic Doc Dad. Who knows what's going to happen? Hey, what's up, fam? Different points of view and highs and lows. A new perspective everywhere you go. Open up your mind and drown with the noise. And see if disconnected. What's up, fam? To connect generations and situations about faith, life, and whatever comes along. Respect, runaway thoughts like a runaway train. Break into conversation like links of a chain. Make a Hail Mary pass. Hope disconnects. Have a question for a guest? Put it to rest. Live a life of holiness. Lead by example. Follow at Catholic.dead and many tingled. <laughs> Christ leads our way, he's the good shepherd. Pray for one another, be blessed, and be there. Different points of view and highs and lows. A new perspective everywhere you go. Open up your mind and drown with the noise. And see if disconnected. This Connected Podcast is brought to you by The Cabin. Want to get away and get some peace and quiet and rest? Yes, rest, but not too far away from home or the city? Want to experience a true log cabin feel in the mountains? 
while I have the recommendation for you. The cabin is a two-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath that will do just that. With a beautiful wood fireplace lit and a glass of wine, you are sure to relax. With easy access from the main highway, private parking, easy access with stairs to the entrance, fast Wi-Fi, a full-size kitchen, and all the essential amenities will make your stay a memorable experience. This cozy log cabin was built in the early 60s with its original wood fireplace and a newly transformed deck with beautiful views of the San Bernardino Mountains. So, book your stay at the cabin in Running Springs, California. The cabin, located in the San Bernardino Mountains, is a beautiful place to see the beauty of God's creation. I have known the proprietor of the cabin for many years. She has always supported the youth and young adult ministries of her community, as well as this podcast. Check out The Cabin on Instagram at thecabin2021. Again, that's at thecabin2021. T-H-E-C-A-B-I-N 2021.